From the start, had a product roadmap, and okay. I think that's really important to basically set your goals. Um, so I always said, launch the first product off the back of the of the apprentice, uh, launched it into Holland and Barrett the day after the final, because I knew regardless of the outcome, this business had to go ahead without yeah. Lord Sugar um, if he didn't choose me, which he didn't. Um, and then, so obviously launched into Holland and Barrett. You're listening to the official podcast for the Festival of Enterprise being held at the NEC in Birmingham between October the 23rd and 24th, 2019. Get your free ticket by visiting thefestivalofenterprise.co.uk. The Festival of Enterprise is the UK's best event for entrepreneurs and small business owners helping your business grow faster. This event is the fuel your business needs to get you where you want it to be and sooner rather than later. Strategy can be sidetracked in the day-to-day running of a business and scaling up takes the backseat as you end up dealing with piles of paperwork, projects going wrong or dealing with your overflowing inbox. This shows in the statistics. According to the Scale-Up Institute, scale-ups bring in £1.3 trillion of the £1.9 trillion generated by all UK SMEs. The remainder is brought in by millions of companies not making anywhere near as much impact as they could. There's clearly more than a few secrets that business leaders need to learn about when it comes to growth. Fortunately, the Festival of Enterprise will reveal them all. Throughout this podcast, I'll be chatting to a number of the successful entrepreneurs and business leaders who will be speaking at the NEC over the two days. The likes of Lord Billamoria, founder of Cobra Beer, Piers Lenny from Dragon's Den, right through to Camilla Ainsworth, the youngest ever finalist to appear on the Apprentice TV programme. I also chat to Fran Borman, Melanie Eusebi, Jamie Waller, Peter Holton Millman, Rachel Taplin, and many others. Get your free ticket to the Festival of Enterprise by going to thefestivaloventerprise.co.uk and also joining us on social using the hashtag Festival of Enterprise. Welcome to episode five from the Festival of Enterprise podcast 2019. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, and in this episode, I chat to Camilla Ainsworth, the youngest finalist in the history of the BBC's Apprentice series. A former law student, Camilla was just 22 when she appeared on 2018's Apprentice, narrowly missing out in the final. Whilst Lord Sugar didn't pick her, the CEO of Holland and Barrett was suitably impressed with her vegan nut milk, Milk Plus, and she went ahead to launch the dairy alternative into 645 of their stores, where it continues to sell out. Alongside being stocked in several retail outlets, Milk Plus was the first dairy-free product to be made available to patients, visitors and staff at NHS hospitals throughout the UK. Camilla was recently listed in the top 10 women to watch list of 2019 in the drinks industry and has huge plans for the business this year, including new products and more retail listings. Camilla is a huge advocate for women in business and has conducted workshops to facilitate startups. She'll therefore be a great addition to the Festival of Enterprise. You can catch Camilla at the Festival of Enterprise on the 23rd and 24th of October, where she'll be speaking at the Business Leaders keynote stage. (laughs) 
Yeah, I just tried to obviously utilise social media as much as I could because it's the most, I can say without doubt that Instagram for me is the most powerful platform. Mm. When I'm launching a new product, it's essential that I plan a campaign. You know, it has to. I have to do a build up, a countdown of the new, of the launch and getting people watching those stories and putting the countdown on, putting it in the calendar when the product's launching. It's word of mouth, that spreads. It literally is. I do, I, I do think that without Instagram, Milk Plus wouldn't be where it is today. Like, really? Yeah, which is a bold statement and it is quite worrying because mm. imagine if it goes down or whatever. I have got things in place now that it would be would be fine. Yeah. Um, but it's been it's been an amazing platform, social media, um, and it's what's quite good is that the people that follow me on on Instagram are all potential customers. They're either interested in me as a brand, mm-hmm. interested in Milk Plus, interested in business. You know, it's yeah. it's a select um, group. Whereas Love Island, I feel like there's they follow them to kind of see just general things whereas it's more specific for me which, I, which is yeah. is I, a little bit better yeah I think the opportunity to monetize mm. what you're doing compared to Love Island it's just like you're just looking at somebody's body or yeah whatever. exactly yeah, yeah. Or, or their audience like I'm seeing for, for the first time like my eldest is nearly 13 and she watched it mm. my wife gave a permit or watched it with her I think the first one yeah just to say, so what's this all about then um, and all her friends as well and you think well that's not really a yeah. heavy buying demographic of you know twelve year old girls exactly, at this point but in time. Yeah, they just the they would obviously go to a meet and greet, but would they buy it? You know, yeah. would do they have the the income to buy their lash range that they bring out? And also, and with, I wouldn't give her the money to do that. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the longevity as well with Love Island because they're churning out, they're mm. doing it twice a year now, oh, and they, there's okay. so many. Okay. I think there's they they put in like forty Islanders, wow. um, whereas obviously the Apprentice is sixteen. Mm. There's so much more to spread out and by the time a year's come around if you've not got a business or you're not selling something you're no longer relevant it sounds harsh but mm. it's it's the fact i do think the like you said the the positive people slash comments outweigh the, the weirdos the mm. negative ones i've seen i've seen a few comments on some of yeah. yours i haven't had the time to look at my yeah. you just see the odd one and you're just like oh God. yeah come on roll your eyes yeah. yeah i think it does you know i get a lot of messages from young girls and people saying that what you put and it's hard because for me i still get a bit of imposter syndrome everyone does mm, yeah. so when people are telling you you're, in, you're inspiring it's like oh like really um and I still very much believe that I'm a work in progress, but if you can kind of um, get those nice messages and and kind of be relatable for young people coming into business, I think that outweighs the people that are, yeah. you know, commenting on your appearance, like, and they do, they go in. Like, yeah. but then do you really care about like Cheryl on on mm. Instagram, like wearing double denim, like being a keyboard warrior? Absolutely yeah. not. Like it says more about her than it does of you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I've got very thick skin mm. very thick skin and a lot of a few other contestants from the apprentice like they really struggled really um, yeah because we're mm. young you know like i was 22 when i was in the final which was the youngest anyone had been yeah. to be in that 
position. There's nine million people watching. There's only two people to comment on, you know. Yeah. It, you're gonna, yeah, it was really tough, but I, I just laughed about it. I tried to laugh it off and just favorite the tweets and reply like sometimes like Sarky replies like, yeah. oh, Simon, what a delightful tweet for all seven of your followers to enjoy, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get a bit of a kick out of it. But yeah, yeah no, it definitely outweighs um, the negativity. I just ignore it. I, my block list on Instagram is like, okay. you'd have repetitive strain injury going through it. <laughs> Someone's even slightly negative. I just think don't need that, block them. Yeah. Well, I think on. people make it a full-time career, don't they? Literally just sit at home yeah. commenting and stuff and you're like, you know, you, you can't give them the time because they clearly have no life and they're not spreading any yeah. positivity in the world. So yeah. why give them the opportunity to even reply <laughs> to them? Have a platform, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've learned from that now because your time is so precious. But I th do think one thing that I learned from coming off um, the show was, I think before I was a little bit naive and I kind of thought, I was in this bubble where I thought everyone was really nice in the world. And when that bubble popped and I realised that there's absolutely some really nasty people out there, mm. kind of not like it did make me sad but I kind of was in I don't even know how I managed to go through 22 years just thinking that everyone was nice but coming down to reality and coming down to earth and realizing that they're not was probably the harshest lesson that I learned from the show wow um which is you know a bit depressing but yeah, still <laughs> it is. And, and and um kind of alongside that have you how's your relationship been or your experience been with with the press as well because i see even like we're, we're chatting here in um early september and um some press coverage already mm. off the back of event you're at yeah last night or the night before yeah it's um, i think it's been quite positive like there's mm. there's uh, people love um hearing about like an underdog I think so I was kind of a bit British, of yeah, yeah you know we love yeah, that don't we, do. we so I do think that I've had an, a quite a positive um, a positive um, view in terms of like all the press that's gone out but it is weird that people like take your photo and things and are uh, wanting photos with you which is you know it's, it's madness but I've had a few press interviews telling the story and I've, I think it's a really effective platform again to yeah. spread the message I, whenever anyone asks me for um, a press interview I'll always say yes because no press is bad press no and, and again I know we mentioned him a few times but we're, we're going to be um sharing the same stage aren't we a couple of times this October with like yes. Piers Lenny and he was telling the story of being at um, Richard Branson's game reserve in South Africa mm. and um, Richard asking him are you, you alright you seem really quiet and he's saying no I'm being hounded by producers of BBC asking me to be on Tiger's oh, Den yeah. and I just don't know what to do and, um, and Richard said and this was, you know, obviously going back a few years when kind of like the more traditional media mm. was, was, I say more powerful. I think, you know, clearly your example, it's still yeah. really powerful. But Richard said, I would fly around the world for the right TV interview. Yeah. And um, Piers went, okay. I'm, um, so Richard said to him, go ahead, do it. Piers, okay, I'll, I'll go and do that. And he said, no. You'll do it now. Here's the phone. Really? <laughs> so he literally phoned wow. up and said yes. And I was like, wow, for someone oh, like that to go, yeah. I'd fly around the world for the right interview. Yeah, exactly. That's that's so powerful. Yeah. It, it just it proves that, doesn't it? Solidifies it. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, I uh, I think it's a great story. Yeah, such a good story. Um, and so you you'd say on the whole, mm. pos positive experience that, that you've had. You'd recommend it to to anybody thinking about. Going on a going on a TV show like that, and I know I've, I've spoken with people like we mentioned Daniel Pawson from Sea Chips, um, going on Dragons Den and things like that. But only positive experience, even if you don't 
win or you don't get the yeah. investment, it's still the exposure that it's given you to, to launch and grow, yeah. grow your brand. You can never, you can't put a price on the, on the um, marketing basically that comes off the back of shows like that. You know, it's worth hundreds of thousands mm. um, to use, you know, as seen as on BBC The Apprentice, people love it. The public absolutely love a product that's come from a, a TV show. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, to anyone, as long as you go in on the show for the right reasons, like not for egotistical reasons, if you genuinely have a product that is going to disrupt a market of some sort, it's the perfect opportunity. Don't forget to get your free ticket to the UK's best event for entrepreneurs and small business owners by going to festivaloventerprise.co.uk and joining us on social using the hashtag Festival of Enterprise. Festival of Enterprise.